Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pepper McGee and Molly Show. What's going on in the world? There's a special election today in Whistle Vista. Congressman Pike, you resigned to become a judge, and now five men are running for the job. And here, locking the front door as they head for the polls, are Pepper McGee and Molly. Keep everything that belongs to get back. You know the old Scott saying, Molly? Locks are something to keep your neighbors honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Incidentally, McGee, what's this election about? Well, you heard the man. Congressman Pike, he got appointed to the state Supreme Court. That's kicked upstairs, you might say. The Supreme Court is pretty high kicking. Well, anyhow, that left his congressional seat vacant. Really, too, probably. Huh? Never mind. Oh. So five different fellows are running to see which one can fill the vacancy. And like the fine upstanding citizen you are, you drag your wife away from her hospital to vote. Yeah. Okay, but who do I vote for? Take your pick. Here's the list. George Erstwile, attorney. A.C. Thompson, who's the county road commissioner. R.D. Clayton, real estate man. John Goldbach, farmer from the south side of the district. And Jackson Cornwall, retired. What was he before he retired, does it say? Yeah. He was one-third Choctaw Indian. Mighty rare occupation. Mm -hmm. Must pay well. But which one of these men would you advise me to vote for, David? Please, Molly. Exercising your prerogative to vote is sort of like setting up exercises. It ought to be done with secrecy and privacy. I'm not the type of guy that he tells my wife how she ought to cast your vote. That's your own responsibility. But, McGee, I don't know anything about them. What should I do, close my eyes and stick a pin into the lucky candidate? Oh, you don't have to do that. I'll give you a rundown on their qualifications, if any. You just pick the best man, or the least worst man, if you'd rather phrase it that way. <laughs> All right, uh, tell me, now, what about this man Thompson, the county road commissioner? Well, I've met him, and he's the kind of guy that has all the answers. Don't know a single question, but he's got all the answers. I've met one time. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hi. Oh, hello there, Hello, Katie. I just saw your mother standing on her front porch with her hand shading her eyes. Yeah, and a searching look on her face. Mm-hmm. Looks like. Where you been, sis? I saw the boogeyman on that tree. Ah, you're too old to feed us any of that stuff. And we're too old to swallow it. You didn't see any boogeyman. I did, too. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, for goodness sakes, McGee, give in. The polls close at seven, you know. Okay, sis, you did see the boogeyman. But where'd you see him? In front of witnesses? And did they see him, too? Will they testify to said phenomenon? Is that... Please, Mr. McGee. One question at a time. So sorry. I saw the boogeyman down at the BCC. There was a couple hundred other witnesses, 
And they all scream in the same place as I did. I see. McGee, that's the name of the new horror picture. Oh. Sign Paul Hop and Lou Gorsi. Mm-hmm. Well, gee whiz, this. Why didn't you say so? Well, anyhow, isn't that picture kind of old for you? Oh, no, Mr. McGee. It's not old. No? Mm-mm. It just came out last week. Bye. Bye. Then we ought to drop in at the BGU after we vote. Which brings us back to those congressional candidates and which one to vote for. You better tell me a little more about them. All right. Let's consider George Erstwhile. Now, he's an attorney. Most members of Congress are attorneys on account of the main business of Congress is to pass laws. And make speeches. Yeah. Sometimes a congressman has to talk for 24 or 36 hours on end. Sounds endless. That's what they call a filibuster. Keep reading that word. What does that mean, anyhow? Filibuster? Well, uh, it comes from the Greek, my dear. Filibuster meaning friend and bluster meaning to shoot off one's mouth. But filibuster keeps shooting off your mouth and you haven't got any friends left. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to know that, but why do they have to... That's how it works in Congress. Say a bill comes up to some congressman's against. You know, like maybe the post office wants to start charging him or they're trying to raise the price of haircuts in the barbershop or something. Yeah. So this congressman gets up and he starts talking, see? And he keeps yakking away. Oh, maybe for three or four days. So finally, the post office folds up and the barbershop agrees to give free shoe shine. Isn't that interesting? Well, does it really work? Well, did you notice about a half a block back there we passed Madame Bertha's chapeau, chateau, with a window full of Easter hats? No, did we really? <laughs> I was listening to you and... That, my dear, was a filibuster. <laughs> Cornwall retired. Mm-hmm. George Erstwhile, attorney at law. John Goldbach, farmer. Mm-hmm. R.D. Clayton, president, dotted line realty company. Yeah, I think he's in the race just for the advertising. Next is A.C. Thompson, county road commissioner. And then there's a blank space. Well, that blank space is there, so if you don't like any of them guys, you can write in your own choice. Oh, dear, it's so confusing. I don't know enough about them to decide. Maybe if you tell me everything you know about these candidates, it would help me. Oh, Okay, what you want? The good or the bad? We'll start with the good. Okay, we'll take her file, the lawyer. We'll take him first. Moved here from Chicago six, seven years ago and brought all his witnesses with him. Mm-hmm. Always been a great hammer and haw. I understand that his hawing is still pretty good, but he's starting to rip a little at the hens. <laughs> I've seen her file in the courtroom, and he's a man you can always depend on to hit the nail squarely on the thumb. Mm-hmm. What about this John Goldbach? Well, Goldbach is listed as a dirt farmer. That's the farmer who figures everybody else is trying to do him dirt. Good, solid citizen. Got plenty of stuff between the ears. And most of it is fat and bones. How about the real estate man? R.D. Clayton? He's a very interesting character. More night here in Whistle Vista. Left home at the age of 10 with 30 cents and a bone-handled knife riding a borrowed bicycle. Next heard of in Blytheville, Arkansas, where he traded the bicycle for a mule and the mule for a racehorse, and he came back home in 1930 driving a Cadillac and smoking dollar cigars. Sounds like a businessman, all right. Yep. He went in the real estate business in 31. Bought a swamp at the edge of town, pumped the water out of it, and sold it to the city for an airport just before the fall rains came. <laughs> oh, no, I'd say, are these times? Hello, Hello, Hello. Hello. Hiya, sonny boy. Wither away. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Wither away yourself, Tubby. You can stand it. Where are you going, Tickle Nose? We're on our way to vote. Only I'm having a tough time trying to make up my mind which candidate should get my ex. Well, they say a woman never knows what kind of a hat she doesn't want to after she's bought it, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> and I sometimes think it's the same with congressmen. Well, McGee won't help me, though, Doctor. He says every citizen must make up her mind by herself. Well, this is one time I agree with him, Molly, which frankly frightens me a bit. 
Ordinarily, we're intellectual opposites, of course. What do you mean by that? I'm intellectual and you're the opposite. It so happens that I want to cast my vote, too. Come on, I'll walk along with you. Okay, you know any guys who are running, Ducky? Yes, four of them are patients of mine. Oh, that must make it hard to decide who to vote for. Not at all. Of course, a physician looks at these matters in an entirely different light than you laymen. Oh, he does, huh? Give us a permission. All right. We had occasion to test George Erskine with a lie detector in the hospital last week, and the machine showed that he was lying even when he wasn't saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> How about this Mr. Clayton? Ah, man full of gratitude. I did that fellow a favor ten years ago, and he's never forgotten it. Oh. But just the other day, he came over to see me. He came back to his day, huh? No, he needed another favor, and he thought of me immediately. <laughs> what did you say about Jackson Cornwall? Oh, yes. There's one thing that's been bothering me about him, Doctor. How can a person have one-third Indian blood? Very simple, my dear. His mother was anemic. Oh. <laughs> I think... Cornwall's a nice fellow, and he means well. His aim in life is very good, but unfortunately, he's got no ammunition. <laughs> Which one are you voting for, then, Doc? Don Goldbach gets my ballot. Oh, he's your favorite, is he, Doctor? Favorite? I don't even know him. But the other four are all patients of mine. You don't think I'm going to send my patients to Washington where they'd get free service from those government doctors, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's this other voting booth, kids, and remember, never send a customer to Congress. <laughs> credit card bill. 